We know there are times where you're just too busy to sort through the mass of information that comes your way. So to make it easier for you to stay informed, subscribe to The Morning Agenda, WITF's news podcast, where the only agenda is you. Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like its Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC Heart and Vascular Institute, where you get access to the most advanced treatment options, including a range of clinical trials. Learn more at upmc.com slash centralpaheart. We've all heard the term entrepreneur, especially as side hustles and side businesses have seen a spike since 2016. At the moment, 41.5% of all entrepreneurs identify as women and 58.5% of all entrepreneurs identify as men. And with the average entrepreneur age being 44, we are seeing entrepreneurs becoming more diverse and younger. And according to Wikipedia, a mompreneur is a person that is actively balancing the roles of motherhood and entrepreneur. And this term was introduced to us in 1994. And I have a mompreneur with us today, Lanisha Holland, who is not only a mompreneur, but also a expert strategist and business coach and is looking to empower more moms into handling this work life inside business balance. And I would like to welcome Lanisha to The Spark today. Hello, Lanisha. How are you doing? I am great today. How about you? I am doing fantastic. I cannot uh, wait to discuss this with you um, because I was doing the um, research over the weekend and, and I was really surprised to see uh, the like like how, how popular being a mompreneur is. Uh, so before we jump into all of those, you know, delicious details, uh, can you tell the folks uh, what kind of mompreneur you are and how did you get into this whole crazy thing we call owning a business? So everything started for me because I personally had a problem in my family. My son had a really bad skin problem as a baby. Mm. Um, he suffered from severe eczema. The nothing that the doctors was giving me was working. So me being the person that I am, I was like, <laughs> look, I don't have time for this. This is not working. I have to figure this out. My baby is suffering. Mm. So I just started doing a lot of research on um, just eczema in general and, you know, natural solutions. And I started creating products for him. Um, and it was, you know, a drastic change in his skin. Mm. Other people were asking me, you know, what have you been doing differently? And then they wanted to start purchasing the things I was making for my son. And I never really, and it was never intentional to start a business. It kind of just like happened. I'm like, well, you know, if I can help my son and I can help other people in the process, why not? So then Happily Naturally Me was formed. Um, and then it just kind of like grew into something so much bigger other than just um, body butters. Now I have a whole line of products. So there's soaps, there's bath soaps. 
there's body scrubs and, and everything in the Happily Naturally Me family is formulated um, for those that have sensitive skin and deal with skin irritations like the eczema, the psoriasis, or just severely dry skin in general. Mm. So that's really how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and now I do it full time. Well, I can tell you this. Um, my skin is extra dry because of this uh, winter weather. So I, I might be visiting your website. Uh, so so um, you say that uh, this is what you do 100% now. Uh, so what did you do prior to this? So um, I have always since college been in a, I would say, sales type of a position. Mm. Um, I actually wanted to be a lawyer. And <laughs> then that kind of just, I never ended up going down that path. I ended up just changing my mind and then... Um, I figured because if I wasn't that serious, that's a lot more money. That's like, that's a whole nother (laughs) ballpark when it comes to student loans. So if I want to do this, I better be, you know, very committed. Um, So I decided I was going to take some time and, and, you know, go into sales because I figured, you know, that would be a good skill to have because Mm. if I'm going to be a lawyer, I have to be able to sell people on, you know, my clients. Right, right. So, and then it was just kind of like, I just never ended up going to law school. And I've always just been in some um, type of a sales role. Um, The last role that I was in before I went full-time as an entrepreneur, I used to work at a recruiting company. We did recruiting for finance and accounting um, and then technology. I started off as a recruiter and then I had the opportunity to transition over into the operations side of the company Mm. so then i did operations for probably a good like i was with my company for about nine years so and then i did operations for maybe like a good five of those nine years um and it was just time for me to just really just branch out on my own Mm. um because i was starting to become miserable and i feel like i settled because i was a mom at the time and i was like you know my job's kind of flexible and things like that even though it wasn't something that I was passionate about. I was like, it's paying the bills and, you know, it's flexible. I'm a single mom. It is what it is. But then they started making a lot of changes and I became very unhappy. And it was probably a good thing because I had always wanted to branch off on my own and do my own thing. And mm-hmm. the changes in my company really forced me to just be like, look, okay, I'm <laughs> done with this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, w- one thing o- on the spark that I like to do is is I like uh, f- for the interviewee uh, to take us to that moment uh, where they made that decision to make that leap. Uh, and, and we hear all different kinds of renditions and different beautiful stories about uh, these individuals uh, taking taking that leap of faith. Uh, so for yourself, um, if you can. Take us to that moment when you were like, all right, I'm going to do this. Um, Take us to that moment, please. Okay. Well, it's kind of funny. Or I I shouldn't say it's funny. So again, like I mentioned, um, I wanted to do becoming like, you know, running my business and things like that and becoming a mom. And my original plan that I had for myself was to be a lawyer. Um, Working a full-time job, being corporate America, I always kind of just had this feeling like this is not the right space for me. Mm. And I set a goal that I wanted to retire from corporate America by 35. And I should have did it way sooner. (laughs) Um, 
So, because like I was running this business and I was like, yo, I can do this. Like I can build a company. Like mm. I am a go-getter. I'm a hard worker. Um, and the only reason why, why I'm here at this job is because I need to pay my bills. I need to take care of my son. But mm. I was just procrastinating. I procrastinated so long and I stayed at this company for nine years. I mean, I was at other jobs prior to that, but everything mm -hmm. was always like a little bit of sales related, mm -hmm. but this was my place that I had been for so long. Um, and it was just time. So the story is my company started making these changes. Mm -hmm. Um, they switched my boss, my boss, she should have actually stayed my boss. She should have been promoted. She was a great person mm. um just in general she was great at what she did but someone ended up getting promoted over her and then i was reporting to this new person now i knew this new person um i had interacted with them before but in my opinion she just was not a great leader like mm. not a manager she should have never been put in that role and i'm the type of person where i like to keep my personal and my professional completely separate like, I will tell a little bit about what's going on in my personal life, like family, things like that, just a small chit chat. But mm -hmm. every morning when we're having our, our group meeting, because we all sat in like different locations for operations, because mm -hmm. my company, we had um, offices all throughout the country. And they were really just trying to like, well, what did you do all weekend, Lanisha? Like stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I would just keep very, everything just very like, you know, basic, mm -hmm. <laughs> basic information. And I feel like she wanted to be like a BF, wanted me to be her BFF. And that's um. just not the type of person that I was. Um, and she started trying to micromanage me. Now, granted, I had been doing my job for year, mm. years before she even got promoted into this position. And I was really good at what I did. Yeah. Um, I was able in operations since I work at a staffing company, I was handling all the paperwork. I was doing the drug test. I was running the background check. So it was like I was onboarding like all of these temporary employees. Mm -hmm. And I was able to just turn out people, like flip them and get them ready for their jobs so much faster than a lot of other people. So I always had like a lot of volume and they could be like, Leisha, I don't understand how you're doing this. Like, I don't even know either, but I was <laughs> just, I just did it. Mm. Um, and then she came in, she wanted to micromanage me. I'm like, why am I showing you a checklist every single morning? Like, I don't know how to do my job. Like, I don't mm. understand this whatsoever. I've been doing it for like five years. So it ended up, I had a meeting with her and she was just like, Alicia, you're not a team player. Nobody likes you. She started, I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? Hold up, pause. Like, no one's ever told me any of this that nobody likes me. You're just angry because I asked for a raise because you wanted me to do my job, which I was already like at capacity at, plus the job of somebody else mm. who couldn't handle their job. And I asked to be compensated if you wanted me to take on more responsibilities and they didn't want to pay me more. Wow. And the crazy part about it was they tried to tell me that it wasn't in the budget, which was not true because my, one of the individuals that I had worked with, she quit because they would not give her a raise. And she oh. was good at what she did, but she was still kind of more, um, she had only been there for three years. So mm -hmm. she was kind of, you know, still like she had only been with the company for about like two, two and a half, three years. They ended up bringing someone else in that had less experience than she did, wasn't even as good as her, and paid this person, don't know, 
I'm not gonna tell you how I knew all this, but pay this person more than the person that quit. And I'm like, you didn't want to pay her more. You lost someone that had been here for two and a half years. You trained somebody to pay them more, but you didn't want to give me a raise. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was just getting just fed up and, um, my sorority sister at the time, she was getting married on New Year's Eve and I was in her wedding and I just happened to be driving back home, like contemplating all of this. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't need this job. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked up, something like this little voice told me to look up and I looked up and I saw this billboard and it said, pick a date. And I just randomly just picked a date. It was like June 6th or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I, that was the date I picked. And I was like, you know what? That's the day that I'm going to quit my job. Lo and oh. behold, it was actually the same exact day that my son, it was his last day of school for the fourth grade. And I was just like, well, that's perfect because mm-hmm. um, I had him in a private school near my job because it, I'm a single mom and it was just more convenient for me to have him in school by my job for various reasons. And I stuck to it. I just committed to myself i was like there is no going back i told my my mom i was quitting my job and she was like are you you mentioned um your son and and that uh he was the reason your why uh for making this leap so this balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship, I know that it can be demanding. So how do you manage your time effectively to handle both roles? So it was, it's something that I still struggle with now, um, to be totally honest. And I thought that, you know, quitting my job, I would have so much more time on my hands, Hmm. which I did, but I realized (laughs) that because I was in this mindset of, I had so much more time on my hands, I was procrastinating a whole lot. Like mm. I wasn't getting things done as quickly as I should have because do it later. So that was a huge transition um, to the point where I had to just be like, Lanisha, you have to run this business full time. Like you quit your job. It's sink or swim. Like nobody mm. is coming to save you. It's not just you. You have a child that you have to take care of. So you have to figure this out. And I have made tons of mistakes. And there has been times where I was like, Lanisha, is this really what you should have done? Like, <laughs> I'm not going back to a job. Like I just can't. I refuse. But I had to get into the habit of treating my business like I had a job, Mm. like sit down, you know, plan out my day, um, execute on the things that I need to execute on um, and just limit all of this distractions. Because sometimes, you know, I forget that, you know, people have regular nine to five jobs. So I'm like, oh, let me just call so-and-so and and talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Or my mom will call me and she's like, you're not doing anything. (laughs) 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 So it's just like limiting the distractions, making sure that I am putting um, the time in that I need to be putting in. And my goal is really to try to finish up my work day before my son gets out of school. Mm. Because I was getting to the head where I was just working, just like, you know, all day long. And that was defeating the purpose, right? My whole point of one of the reasons why I quit my job was so I could be a more present mom Mm. and have my freedom. But if my son was getting off of school and I was still working, it was basically I was doing the same exact thing that I was when I was at my nine to five. Mm. So I do try to, you know, 
try to wrap up as much stuff as I possibly can by three o'clock so I can, you know, devote that mom time. I'm running him around to his activities and whatever else it is that I need to do for him. Um, and yeah, list. And lists are very important lists uh yeah 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 i i i live by uh to-do lists uh so um for your mompreneur um boot camps and for your one-on-one sessions that you have uh what what advice do you give moms uh, who aspire to, to to start their own business so um i do have a mastermind for mompreneurs and i work with my clients in this mastermind Pretty much we run through their entire operations they have going on when it comes down to their online business. Um, And the goal is to make sure that we are automating as much of their processes as possible. Hmm. Um, Because you want to make sure that you have consistent leads coming in every single day and building up that pipeline, that sales pipeline. So that way you can convert customers faster because you're having them go through your pipeline you're nurturing that um and kind of remember that not everyone the majority of people that come in contact with you the first time the first time they go to your website or your landing page or whatever it is that you have going on they're not going to buy from you Mm. um so it's our job to make sure that we are continuing to nurture that audience and that's part of automating your sales process and then you want to also automate your marketing process as well um so when you're when you have all these automations going and they're in alignment with each other, that frees up time where you can actually be like, for example, myself, um, I'm making products. Now I have time to actually make products and Mm. restock and things like that. Um, I can go on vacation. I can, you know, take time out of my day to go to my son's field trip. Or if I have to run up to the school because he's doing something, he has no business doing. I can do that. (laughs) So (laughs) I have that freedom now um, because a lot of my stuff is automated. And Mm. I'm a one-person show. Like I do the majority of everything on my own. Um, Every once in a while, I will bring someone in to help me um, with making products. But besides that, yeah, full time. And and um, I I was actually going to ask about uh, technology, so we'll just call this a segue, folks. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> what role has has technology played in in shaping and growing your business and and your clients' business as as well? And, and you and you kind of already hit on it. So obviously, everybody is using ChatGPT now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that has been a total game changer. It helps. Speed up the process when it comes down to my content um, on social media, when it comes down to my emails. Like I batch a lot of stuff because let's face it, I'm busy. I don't have time to be posting content every single day. Mm. Um, like if there are ideas that I get that are that, you know, come to me throughout the day, I'm like saving grills and things like that. But I try to batch as much as I can um, so that it goes even when I'm not available. So technology will help you so much in your business. Um, And I have leads that come into my business every single day because I have an automated sales system Mm. in place. Um, I have have an ad that runs 24-7. I have people opting into my sales funnel. Guys, you can actually get a free sample of products at happilynaturallyme.com. And you can get that link if you go to my Instagram or my Facebook and... um, Happily Naturally Me, um, and just click on the link and it'll you'll see the, the thing that says free sample. You can get a free sample and it'll just ship right to you. Um, but 
automation is super, super important. You mm. have to leverage technology. There is absolutely no reason why you should be manually doing um, a lot of things in your business really anymore, especially your social media. Like schedule that stuff out, let it go so you can do other things that you need to be doing including your emails oh oh well look you are you are giving us the game now and and i am appreciating this just as much as i know that the listener at home is as well so um how can how, how can folks contact you to learn more uh and and to possibly be a part of this um mompreneur uh boot camp so obviously you can follow me on all social, not all, but you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Those are my biggest platforms at Lanisha Holland. That's L-A-N-I-S-H-A-H-O-L-L-A-N-D. And then for my mompreneurs that are ready to, you know, elevate their, not only their business, but also their lifestyles and start creating that lifestyle that you really want for yourself and for your children. I have a free resource for you. Um, it's momsthatboss.com. Club, not dot com, guys. Dot club. It will take you directly to my MB3 method, which is the exact strategy that I have used every time I am, you know, trying to level up in, in my life and my business. It is completely free. You can have that. You can start implementing it. We are in the beginning of 2024. So this would be a great time for you to do that. Um, and then after you get that, if you want to connect even further, over the phone like on a one-on-one type basis you can actually jump on my calendar right from there all right lanisha i want to thank you for joining us on the spark today we have about uh 30 seconds left um so uh if, if you can give a message uh to that mom that's sitting at home that is listening to this uh that is either burnt out or that is either scared what would you say do it right now. Mm. Just do it right now because the more you keep thinking about it, the more you're going to keep talking yourself out of making moves. You'll continue to procrastinate. And before you know it, so much time will have passed. You do not want to end up like that person who is, you know, super, you know, ready to retire, mm. wondering what life could have been like if you would have just taken a chance on yourself. Don't do that. Just, you're, you know, you you're still young just go for it because you never know what can happen but you got to commit and you you got to release that fear false evidence appear appearing real because yeah. that is exactly what it is and believe in yourself 